Welcome to the Eye Test, a fantasy football podcast for those who are tired of hearing boring stats all day. This is episode 14 and a half, and this is our week 11 DFS draft. We did DFS last week. John, you want to recap us on the results? Yeah, we had a fucking blowout by Bobby Amendola. Oh, and he killed us. So I'll put them up on the screen for our YouTube viewers. And here we have, boy, Bob had 134 points, basically. And I will say it had nothing to do with Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard contributed to seven and a half points out of those 134. So for any of our viewers who remember the crazy argument we had in last week's draft, it didn't really matter because I had 63 points. Paul had 48. Dude, it would have been absolutely crazy if Paul had like 126. <laughs> I would have cried. But I had 48 with no Kyler Murray. So we didn't solidify a rule for what happens in that scenario. So I'm just going to have the greatest comeback story ever told. And that's what I'm going for for the rest of the year. So we did compromise on a rule if that does happen again. So what are the updated standings also, John? So right now, for last week's draft, Bob got three points for getting the most total points. I got one point for getting the second most points, which makes me and Bob tied at first with four points each and Paul sitting at zero, but he's one win away from being in contention for the lead. We are going to see how this Week 11 draft goes. We did have one new rule added, which is that trades are now able to happen. So last week, if you remember, we added these power-ups in, the takeaway card, which is like a steal, the flea flicker card, which is like a swap, and the block, which is a defensive card, which you are now allowed to place on a player that you draft, which means no one can use an offensive power-up on. And you still cannot use an offensive power-up on anyone drafted in the first two rounds. But you are allowed to do anything, and that means anything, from the third round on. So we picked a random draft order today. I get the first overall pick for a second week in a row. It didn't really do much for me last week, but I'm going to try and redo this. Paul moves up a spot. He goes to the second pick, and Bob moves back to the third. So I believe we've all drafted in different – oh, no, I have not picked second yet. So I have not picked first. Ooh, trade. I, should we do it before we get started? All right, I'll give you my first overall pick for eight handicap points. Paul, oh, don't take that. Don't be no. Dumb. Yeah. Okay. All right, four. No. What? Okay, why, would you, why would you go down <laughs> if I said no to eight and you offer me four? Fine. John, Carter, right, John, John, John just oh John has the first pick. Oh, that's right. Okay. I have one thing that we're doing different. This will probably make it easier for the viewers, is we have players listed by position. So for our audio listeners, I'm gonna rattle off the pool of players. As you know, there were nine players that did not get drafted last week. I will repeat those for you now. At quarterback, we have Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. At running back, we have Gus Edwards. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who will never get drafted, and Michael Carter, who could get drafted this week because last week he was on a bye. So, for the tight end spot, Gerald Everett against Kansas City. And wide receivers, Adam Thielen, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Keenan Allen, who shouldn't even be in the NFL at all. We did add 21 new players at quarterback. We added Joe Burrow and Zach Wilson. We got a handful of new running backs. This is going to get very interesting. Saquon Barkley, Ramondre Stevenson, J-Rob, Jalen Warren, don't ask me, James Conner, Brian Robinson, and Cordell Patterson. For tight end, we added in George Kittle, Pat Freermuth, and Greg Dolkich. I like that pool of tight ends this week. Yeah. Wide receivers, we've got a mixture of, I'd say like middle-tier wide receivers that have that high ceiling from what we've seen last week and maybe previous week's Christian Watson, breakout player from last week. Garrett Wilson starting to 
get better and better, the more that Elijah Moore is getting worse and worse. Jacoby Myers, Stephon Diggs playing in the snow. Allen Robinson, the new wide receiver one on the Rams. Amon Ross St. Brown had a great week last week going against a good defense in the Giants. Gabe Davis playing in the snow. Darnell Mooney, Devin Duvernay. So that is our list. And as we draft, we'll keep it updated. And I think that it would be smart, guys, as we are like considering players to draft. Maybe we just like name those two or three players that we're on the fence for so our audio listeners have just as good of an experience as our YouTube viewers. I like Damn, that. I killed that. Yeah, that was really good. Thank you. Well, I've been practicing in front of the mirror all day. I guess I'll kick it off. I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley against uh, the really? Lions. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yep. Saquon Barkley, you are coming to me against the Lions. It's just going to be 27 rush attempts, three touchdowns most likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd that go with him scoring multiple touchdowns last week? He had one. Yeah. I was 50% correct. <laughs> I think Paul said, what, the Paul, RB3? Said, Paul said two to three touchdowns. Yeah, I know. That's true. Because he had a monster game. Wishful thinking. <laughs> so Saquon Barkley is off the board, Paul, with the second pick. Yeah, so this makes it actually really tough for me, John. I was really hoping Saquon, Sa- Saquon, Saquon would slide to me. And I am very curious of what to do right now. But I just want to look one thing up before I say it. And you can do that. Paul's looking up the weather in Buffalo. You know I am. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a blizzard, dude. That's what I saw, but then I'm looking at the weather report now. It's just supposed to be cold on Sunday. So for our listeners while I'm doing this, I'll just say I'm between Joe Burrow and Stephon Diggs right now. Looking at the board, there's a lot of deep talent at wide receiver where I don't feel like I necessarily need to reach for that number one clear-cut receiver in Stephon Diggs. And looking at the quarterback position, it's Joe Burrow and then a bunch of pieces of flanky dog shit. Dude, put some fucking respect on Kirk Cousins. No. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. He scored 15 points last week in what was like a shootout. Yeah, that's because Dalvin Cook was good too. He's he's consistent all year. He is definitely a notch above our car. Oh, yeah. They're not – it's not going to be snowing on Sunday, but the snow will fall on Friday and Saturday in Buffalo. Which is fine. They'll shovel that out. They will. But you know what? That's just not a problem I want to have. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. I'm not taking a gamble here. I'm in last place. I need some surefire points and gives me a clear positional advantage here. I think this is a smart play. I know I tout myself as a home run hitter, but right now I'm batting a buck 80. I need to hit some solid doubles in the gap before (laughs) I start swinging for the fences. Nice, dude. All right. Joe Burrow as your first pick, and not a bad first pick at all, Paul. No, that's who I was going to go with. So I'm just going to pick the player that you didn't go with because it's the rather obvious one. Bond Diggs, I'm not scared of the weather this week, especially if the snow is not going to be coming down. The Bills are plenty used to playing in the snow, I, although I would expect more Devin Singletary if there is, in fact, a lot of snow coming down. But... I think Stefan Diggs would still have a good game regardless of weather conditions. You did you did call it a Devin Singletary game last week, Bob. Every touchdown he scored, I was like, wow, Bob was on with that. Dude, Devin Singletary last year also, he gets better as the weather gets colder because the Bills can't air it out as much as the weather gets colder. So I look for Devin Singletary honestly to just keep getting better as the year goes on. Okay. Very cool. So then who would be your second pick on your team? Ooh, this is – it's not that tough, actually. It's He has a tough matchup this week. Very Sorry. tough matchup against the Giants this week. I thought maybe Kirk Cousins here just to get, like, that, you know, second-level quarterback, get that guaranteed, like, 15-ish points. But – I'm not going to pass up another wide receiver one here. So I'm going to take on St. Brown against the Giants. Oh, you have a killer team right now. Good pick, Bobby. 
And I'm really glad you did that because that leaves the guy that I want right there locked in. No one can touch him. And Ramondre Stevenson. Yep. I am going to have playing against the Jets is going to be butt. Bill Belichick owns the Jets, so I look for that to continue. I think the Patriots are going to just ground and pound all day. The Jets' defense is a lot better this year, which is like the only thing that worries me. Do they have you guys played them yet? Yeah. He's oh no, he still had a very good game actually. He's been sneaky, like really good this year. Yeah, he had twenty-one points against the Jets in New yeah. York, and now they get him in New England. So, yeah, I'm going Ramondre Stevenson as my second pick. Super, very good player this year. The only thing I wonder with him, although there hasn't been much to show me, is Damian Harris going to start cutting into his workload a little bit. I don't, dude. I Ramondre Stevens has just been killing it. I don't really see it, to be honest. Yeah. Last year it was like a split. Now it seems like it's taken over the role. We'll see what happens, though. Good pick, though. That was definitely like there was really no other pick to be made, honestly. Yeah. So <sighs> I need to pick a player that I. <sighs> you know what? I don't want this player to get taken from me, and I. Don't want to use my block on him either. So I'm going to go ahead and get Kirk Cousins as my second pick. So he is not able to be taken. And then... It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Because I know he's definitely a high target for Bobby. So I'll go Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. And then... And congratulations to Kirk Cousins being undrafted. Is that two weeks in a row, or was it just one? Was he on the board for a – no, he was not. So we added him in week 10. Okay, so he gets he finally gets drafted, and yeah, he's going to be my second pick, so he's untouched. And then for my third pick, I'm thinking Michael Carter against New England, but that rushing defense is pretty nice. Oh, Brian Robinson against Houston? Is that worth a third-round pick? Oh, James Conner, San Fran. Not a big fan of that. Garrett Wilson sounds nice. Christian Watson on Thursday night. How's George Kittle been playing? Has he been, like, decent at all? I don't know, John. That's for you to decide. Yeah, I mean, like, oof, oof. At Arizona, and he's hasn't played against Arizona. But Arizona does give up a good amount of points to defenses, so let me weigh it out. So Brian Robinson in Houston, so that's nice. James Conner is nice. Not that this matters, but Eno Benjamin is no longer a threat on that team, so it's really just James Conner and that new guy that I forget his name of. Ingram. Yeah, and he had 21. Dude, so inconsistent. Such an inconsistent year out of James Conner. I'm getting nervous here, guys. And I already have a running back, so maybe I just solidify my wide receivers here. And, dude, New England. I'm sorry, Bob, but New England's going to smack the Jets. You're so wrong, dude. Yeah, he got 12 12 points against Buffalo. Then he had a bye. Oh, man, this is driving me crazy. What makes you think that New England's going to smack the Jets? They literally only won because Zach Wilson threw three picks, and they only won by five. I guess it's just most of the years in my life that has been the result. So I'm not like accustomed. It's just Bill Belichick against young or bad quarterbacks is just. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, your de- I'm actually excited for this game because your defense is top notch. So it should be yeah, definitely exactly. the most interesting Jets Patriots game in many this- years. This is going to be like a big – this is like the game that's going to define the Jets' season. If they can – they've beaten the Dolphins. They've beaten the Bills. If they can get over the hump and beat the Patriots, you could definitely consider the Jets a real legit – not going to say like Super Bowl contender, but real playoff contender if they beat the Pats on Sunday. I'm going to go with Brian Robinson as my third pick. Okay. Very oh, – such a – such an ugly pick, but it's a great matchup. Exactly. And I think for DFS, that comes into play. 
Yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, the names on this board, if it was a season long, I would not be doing that. But so you that live and you learn. You live and you learn. So that does put me in a bit of an odd spot. Because right now I have a quarterback and a running back, no receivers. Wait, Paul, were you Brian Robinson if John didn't? No. Okay. Oh, thank you for moving it over. Yeah, I was getting annoying. So the only thing right now is I like James Conner. I know the matchup isn't great, but he is coming off of a great game. Ertz is done for the year, so maybe that leaves some screen passes for Connor in the middle of the field. PPR, he did play 62 snaps last week, which is insane. It's a shit ton of snaps. But it's that matchup. It's that matchup that bothers me. So if you guys remember who San Fran played who last week? The Rams. No, the Chargers. And they actually held Eckler. Yeah, they did. Eckler to 13 points. Yep. But I know that if I don't take Connor, Bob needs a running back. He'll grab him. Yeah, he's not making it around. You really think that, Paul? You're going to grab Greg Dulcich and Derek Carr? So uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go James Connor here, and then I will be curious on whether I use my block on him if someone does go after him. I, I am in the same thought process, Paul, with Brian Robinson. Dude, no one wants Brian Robinson. Okay, dude. We'll see. <laughs> week 12. I guess the next draft is going to be in two weeks. We will see. He's like the typical Alabama running back that's just like a really big body, not particularly fast, and just gets like four yards every carry. But you're just like, that guy's just so average. All right. So that leaves me. Damn, do I just go? I might just. Come on, Homer. Do it. No, I'm not picking him now. <laughs> I could get any quarterback I want out of the two, so I'm might as well just wait until the end. And I oh tough, tough. James Robinson. I'm gonna go. And I really this is very unlike me. I'm not a big let's just hop on a guy right after he has one really good game. Oh, but I think the circumstances have presented themselves to me where I think I have to do it because Romeo Dobbs is still out. Alan Lazard is still there, but he doesn't really, he's more of a red zone guy. And maybe the Packers actually figured things out last week against that vaunted Cowboys defense. I'm going with Christian Watson. All right. I was on the fence about him too, but I'm glad he's off the board. Now I don't have to drive myself crazy. Ooh, is it power up time? It's officially power up time. It is power up time. Power up time. I did not like that. I did not like that. I did that. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't roll off the tongue right. I'm going to take... Oof. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going Cordero Patterson here. Ooh, against Chicago. That's a nice matchup there. That was a guy I thought I could get later. So that honestly, the it scared me last week that he didn't get the ball that much against the Panthers on Thursday night football. But he has a good matchup against the Bears this week. And if the Falcons have any interest in actually winning a game, then maybe they want to give it to their best running back. So I'm taking him. All right. Paul, are you going to draft a player or are you going to use a power-up here? I'm not using a power-up here because although I do – I like Christian Watson. I The best part about Christian Watson to me is that he did have two pretty ugly drops in the beginning of the game, but Aaron Rodgers still threw to him, which is always refreshing. Usually if you drop the ball, Aaron Rodgers is like you're running wind sprints on the field and that's it. I'm not throwing you the ball. You're just running downfield. So that was encouraging. So I, I might, maybe I try and use a power up on him later, but right now I'm not. I'm going to stay in my lane. <clears throat> and right now I am, maybe it's the Homer in me, but I'm torn. I'm torn between Allen Robinson in New Orleans and my guy, Devin Duvernay, against Carolina. So I think what I'm going to do here is I just, is Lattimore playing, first of all? No idea. 
The Saints are a fucking nightmare anyway. I know they are, but... Lattimore doesn't practice today. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's not playing. He, yeah, he's not playing. How do you know that? It's not often that a guy doesn't practice on Wednesday and they play on Sunday. Plus, the Saints are fucking terrible. Yeah, the Saints have actually given up a shit ton of points this year. All right, why not? We'll throw... You're being honest with me about that Lattimore thing, John. I don't have the defensive sleeper. So. As of four hours ago, and you do actually, even on our league, you can search defensive players. But as of four hours ago, Lattimore did not practice today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I won't waste any more time then. I will just go with your word. And uh, I'm not super happy with this pick, but... I'm going to do it. Let's see if Allen Robinson can relatively fill the shoes of Cooper Cup. Oh, really? man, dude, that sucks. Lattimore's playing. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? No. Dude, you didn't hear Johnny didn't practice. Well, so, I thought you guys were just pulling my chain because I tried to look up on Sleeper and I couldn't. No, yeah, no, I'm just fucking around with you. All right, Allen Robinson as your fourth pick. That is awesome because I was not in between Allen Robinson or Devin DuVernay. I'm going to go with the wide receiver one on the new, dare I say it, the new Seattle Seahawks, the team that we thought was going to have a horrible offense, but now hasn't scored less than 29 points in the last month. Give me Darnell Mooney against the Falcons. I thought you were going, I thought you were going to go Garrett Wilson. Oh, but Bob, I have a turn. Oh, you do have a turn. In that case. I will be doing that. All right. Darnell Mooney is my fourth pick. Darnell Mooney's off the board. I am just, I have a full team right here. I got the quarterback one, the running back one, another running back one. And Darnell Mooney's probably the riskiest play, but that's what the fourth round is for. I'm going to go. Another running back? Oh, you mean just. You like, know what? Um, I'm not going to go Garrett Wilson here. I'm going to go Gabe Davis, high ceiling. And just hope it's one of those breakout games, baby. Gabe Davis. I do like him. like that he's on my dynasty team, too, when Stephon Diggs eventually does hang it up. All right. So, Paul, before you go, how about you rattle off the players on the board? Give our uh, listeners a little bit of an update here. Sure. So, at quarterback, we have Zach Wilson and Derek Carr. And at running back, we have James Robinson, newly acquired Jet. Jalen Warren, Gus Edwards. Do I even have to say Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Yes. Michael Might Carter. Well. <clears throat> and Michael Carter. So Clyde, CEH, and Michael Carter. That rounds out the RBs. We got all four of our tight ends still in play here. We got Kittle, Fryermuth, Fryermuth, Dulcich, and Gerald Everett. And then at wide receiver, we have Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, Devin Duvernay, Adam Thielen, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Keenan Allen. All right. We've got a healthy amount of wide receivers that could still put up points on the board here. Are you going to go wide receiver, Paul? <sighs> you know what, John? I really don't know just because I feel like a couple of these guys, they're all going to kind of, I think, finish around the same point range. Like, I just think Garrett Wilson's not going to have a good day against the Patriots. The defense is just great in Zach Wilson's ass. <laughs> Jacoby Myers is facing a great secondary, so I don't see him doing that well either. Duvernay is just Mark Andrews is going to be back, so I'm a little hesitant there. Adam Thielen, MVS, Keenan Allen. Oh man, I just don't know here. So what I'm going to do is you give me one second. I'm going to look one thing up really quick. I wonder who's going to use the first power up. I know we're all afraid to do it. I was thinking about it, but I think I'm going to save it. So, out of the receivers that are left on the board, I know I could use another one right now. But just looking at the matchups, Garrett Wilson against New England, that's going to be tough. Jacoby Myers against the Jets, that's going to be tough. Duvernay versus Carolina, I feel like that might be the easiest matchup of them besides MVS, which I don't even know how I feel about that with new arrivals. Kadarius Toney, Travis Kelsey, obviously still there. These are It's really tough to pick from these receivers that are left. So then I'm looking at the tight ends and I'm looking at Kittle, Frymuth, Dulcich and Everett. And at first I thought there was a clear cut favorite here with the best matchup, but I don't know if I want to waste. 
I think they're all going to put up the same number. So I don't know if I want to let Bob get two more picks in front of me and possibly have this receiver off the board. Good strategy, Paul. Man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I'm picking after you, doesn't it? Because you're thinking exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> are you actually though? Like, I is it bad that I don't know if you are? That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Because you can still use. So you need a running back. Yeah. So you actually don't need any receivers. Ah, I'm glad I scrolled over. Unless I use a power up. <clears throat> Unless you use a power up. I'm going to go CEH here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just go for it. George Kittle coming out party against the Cardinals. Let's see let's, if he does it. Let's go. Let's go. I thought you were going to take my, the guy that I wanted. Let's go. All right. George Kittle is officially... A Paul Orlandian. I thought Paul was going to take the guy that I'm about to take. I know George Kittle is easily the biggest name on the board from the tight end position. Definitely has the best track record in terms of fantasy and just NFL production in general. But he's been kind of lackluster this year from what is expected of him. And the Niners have a lot of mouths to feed. So, obviously, I can't pick Kittle anyway. But... Just wanted to throw that in there. I am going with the tight end that has easily the best matchup this week. And it is Greg Dulcich against the Raiders. See, I like Fryermuth over Dulcich. I was between Kittle and Fryermuth. I was between Kittle and Everett. I also think, <laughs> I also think that. I was. That, I that's the funny thing about tight ends, though. Yeah. Like that Jerry Judy is out. So more targets in theory for Dulcich as well. Cause you only really have Cortland Sutton outside of him. Maybe they'll run the ball a little bit more, but who knows with Denver. So I'm um, I feel pretty good about that. And we all know the Raiders defense is absolute shit. So Greg Dulcich it is. And then on the wraparound, still need a running back. Don't have to worry about quarterback because they've already been picked. So yeah, I'm, I have to go running back, actually. Ooh, okay. I'm going to be honest. There are – I don't even – Jalen Warren's not going to be picked. Maybe he'll be picked in the future if he overtakes Najee at some point. So, it is between – right now, I'm either thinking Michael Carter or Gus Edwards. The only thing, obviously, Gus Edwards, you'd probably rather have him over Michael Carter just because it's a better matchup. Ravens run the ball a lot, and – but his health kind of scares me right now. I'm not sure if he's playing or if he does play, if he's going to be 100%. So let's see. He logged a limited practice today. And that yeah, was his he's first, been limited. Time, first time he's returning to practice. So either way, I'm rolling the dice on whoever I pick here because they're both going to split in some capacity. Michael Carter with James Robinson, obviously, and Gus Edwards with Kenyon Drake. Ah, oh, man, this is tough. I'm going to go Michael Carter here. Michael Carter. I really thought that I could get him. I'm going to go Michael Carter. The Gus Edwards health scares me a little bit. I do think the Ravens obviously like him more than Kenyon Drake, but just comes down to the health for me. And Michael Carter, I think, will have more opportunities. All right, Paul. I dare you. <laughs> Let's see. What do I need and what do you need? So I need a receiver and flex, and you need a tight end and flex. Okay. <sighs> well, here. John, how about this? <clears throat> Just so I don't get him, I will let you pick my pick who will be yours if you allow me to swap him for Darnell Mooney and five points. All right, say that again, because I didn't get that first part. So I haven't picked yet, so I'm about to use my six-round pick. Mm -hmm. And I'm offering to use my swap card with you for you can pick who you want here. But whoever you pick, I get Darnell Mooney, and I give you five handicap points. 
So you pretty much just want to steal Darnell Moody. I'm giving you the option. That's why I'm swapping him. I'm giving you the option of who you want for him. Okay. So you want Darnell Mooney, and I get to basically take your six-round pick, put him in my four slot, and then do another six-round? Yeah. Is that how and that then a seventh. So I'm essentially getting three players in a row <clears throat> and five points. Okay, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I will gladly take that, but I'd rather make it very clear now before – or we have another meltdown. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Oh, man, dude. I don't know what to do here. This kind of blows. Give me one second. Dude, I don't know if I'm going to use any power-ups tonight. That's what <sighs> I, was, I was just thinking the same thing. There's not anyone that you guys have that I'm really like, wow, I need him. The homer in me says to go Devin DuVernay, but I'm going to go Gary. Wilson here. Damn it. Oh, smart, Paul. Come on. Garrett Wilson's head and shoulders better than Devin Duvernay. He's coming off a bye. Focal point of the past game. Elijah Moore is too busy crying in the corner. <laughs> wanting to be traded. Yeah. <laughs> He's working out from the slot this week, so maybe he'll start actually getting the ball. We'll see, though. We'll see. Who Elijah Moore is? Yeah, they made some adjustments during the bye, and now, which always made the most sense. He's a smaller receiver, so mm -hmm. it, just, it made more sense for him to always play from the slot anyway, especially when Corey Davis comes back. So I hope he can get start getting the ball now. But the they haven't Jets ha obviously haven't really needed him much anyway, and he's just been being a baby all year. So you went Garrett Wilson, Paul. Okay, John, you got your last two picks now. Yeah. You need a tight end, obviously. So. <laughs> Can I do this? Can I steal James Conner? Well, let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Okay. All right. So I'll swap Darnell Mooney for James Conner. And I'll give you five points. Oh, Darnell Mooney. Paul, do you want Darnell Mooney? And five points. I know, but the question is, if I say no, does that mean the block card is on James Conner? Yeah. Which then leaves Garrett Wilson open. Leaves your whole team open. I know, but I still have both of my power-ups. So James Conner is projected to have four more points than Darnell Mooney this week. Ooh, I'm, that's actually surprising. All right, you offered me five? Yeah. I'll do it for seven. No. Six. <laughs> no, five. Six and a half. <laughs> Paul's a Oh, man, dude. You know what? After looking up Garrett Wilson's numbers and then how he played against New England before two, let me just look this up again really quick. John, I will accept your offer of five points. Okay. For so, James Conner and Darnell Mooney. So now I get to pick, correct? No, we're swapping. Oh, okay. So. Goodbye, James. Damn. Let me just First power-up used late. I mean, they're always going to probably be used late. Just strategic-wise, it makes sense. No one's going to use it too early because then it leaves yourself susceptible. But... First, James Conner for Darnell Mooney and five points. All's winning this week so far. <laughs> First time Paul's been in the lead so far. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So let's just rattle off what we did here. All right. So for our viewers, we just did a nice little trade here. So I used my flea flicker power up. Against Paul, and I gave him my fourth-round pick in Darnell Mooney for his third-round pick in James Robinson, and I spotted him five points because the projections are right around that edge there. James Conner was projected four points, and I felt like in order to get the trade done, I needed to add that extra point to make it five to make it more even. So now my team is Saquon Barkley, Kirk Cousins, Brian Robinson, James Conner, and Gabe Davis. Paul's team is... 
he loses James Conner, so he needs to fill an RB slot. So he's got Ramondre Stevenson, Allen Robinson, Garrett Wilson, George Kittle, and Darnell Mooney. And Joe Burrow as his quarterback, which is very nice. I would say, Paul, eh, no, my team's still better. Actually, my team's better, honestly. Dude, no way. I beat, You guys at receiver got the better matchup. Running back? No, maybe close, though. John, I definitely take the running back edge. Yes. Yeah, you would take the running back edge. I think my receivers put me, like, that's like a clear-cut advantage, especially with Christian Watson at the flex, too. Yeah, you could literally get 90 points out of your receivers this week. But I'm always going to say I have the best team anyway. Okay, very interesting round there. I still have two more picks. I'm going to go ahead and steal Greg Dolkich from Bob. Do you want to steal Greg Dolkich from me? Yeah. Will he let me do it? <sighs> that means I have to pick up another tight end. But Paul already has one, so. Yeah. I know, but I'm not a big Kittle guy this year, even in a decent matchup. I just don't like him. You wouldn't be going for Kittle. You'd have between Everett and Fearmouth. I'm saying if I wanted to, like, maybe steal him or try and oh, yeah. work something out with Paul. You want to steal Greg Dolkich from me? Oh, man. Then I leave myself open to Christian Watson. Cordero Patterson. Michael Carter. Yep, I'll allow it. I'll Let's allow go. It. Not going to use my block. All right, Bob, this is where we unite against John. No. <laughs> Honestly, John, like James Conner is the only guy I want on your team, and that's the guy you took from me. <laughs> so you both have tight ends now. Actually, it doesn't matter either way. I have to pick a quarterback and a tight end as it is. So I'm going to go with, let's see. Dude, I am fucked in this seventh round. I'm going Gerald Everett. Okay. Going Gerald, going Gerald Everett to replace the unfortunate circumstance of Dolchitz being stolen from me. But what are you going to do? That's the game. Not leaving myself open to Christian Watson potentially being stolen. So I'll gladly sacrifice my tight end and replace it with a tight end that I still think could do well this week. As I said in... One of our previous episodes, the Chargers usually play well against the Chiefs, so I would expect Everett, especially if Michael Willi Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are still out, to have a pretty decent game. So, so Gerald Everett is off the board, and it goes back to me for the beginning of the seventh round, all right? So I don't have any offensive power-ups, and I need a wide receiver. And <laughs> I'm going to get so fucked. On this fucking thing. Okay, so it's between Jacoby Myers and Devin DuVernay for me. However, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, there's no juju, so I could really go for the home run, but that's just not the smart choice. The Carolina Panthers' defense is so bad, and it is much worse than the Jets, although I, I do think Jacoby Myers is a better wide receiver than DuVernay in terms of fantasy value. But the, match, but the matchup, I'm not a big fan. So I'm going to go with Devon DuVernay. Mark Andrews is going to distract the defense. I think it's actually helping DuVernay. It's going to keep the defense a little more honest. So I'll go ahead and take Devin DuVernay as my seventh pick. And you know what? Having a wide receiver one is not ever a bad thing if it is in your seventh round pick. So Devin DuVernay, welcome to the squad. Look at that complete squad. I know it's going to change in five minutes, but I have Kirk Cousins, Saquon Barkley, Brian Robinson, Devin Dooves, Gabe Davis, Greg Dulcich, and James motherfucking Connor. All right. All with the seventh and his final pick. So I'm in between a rock and a hard place here because both of you have your blocks. I need a running back, obviously. So if I try and do anything with John's running backs and he blocks him and I go over to Bobby, he can very easily block me as well. And John's done, so then Bob will get the guys that he wants. So Bob, will, Bob, Bob can block. It comes down to, Paul, you need a win this week. But just know, 
you may be boosting one of either me or Bob's teams by doing that and costing you that dub. I know, dude. So that's why I want to make a deal. I think you're fine. You know, like your team's looking pretty good. I hate Allen Robinson, but <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I don't even know why I drafted him. Matt Stafford hates him too. <laughs> Literally. He does. All right, we're running up on time here, so I will just say a prayer. Paul needs a running back. You know what? I'm going to go Jalen Warren. Over J-Rob and Gus? Let me look J-Rob real quick. (laughs) Too late. Yeah, you went Jalen. You said it already. You can't go back. Hmm. It's just kind of weird. It's like you're thinking of a different player. No, it was between Jalen Warren and J-Rob. I know, it's just, uh, it's just like he's like already on your team. Oh, uh, can I switch to J-Rob? <laughs> no. As no. soon as I copy and paste? He said Jalen Warren already. All right. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. But Jalen Warren, he actually hasn't been that bad. I thought... He has been horrible. I haven't really looked into his shit, but dude, he—they're like talking about him taking over the job in Pittsburgh over Najee. That's he's insane. Been, All right, he, he's been way more efficient than Najee has. Because Najee got nine points last week. Did Jalen do better than that? Jalen got over ten. No way. That's what I'm saying. That's why I looked up Jalen Warren's scores before I made that decision because I do like James Robinson, but I hate the matchup. So um, Bob, are you gonna be fun. a? Are you gonna be a homer? That is the question. Because you can't steal any of our quarterbacks. I don't want any of your quarter. Well, no, I mean, I would, but obviously I can't. I'm not going to use any of my power-ups. No one really jumps off the page after the second round that I'm like, wow, I need to have that guy. And plus, you guys have your blocks anyway. So, can't really go for anyone there. So, yeah, it comes down, last pick of the draft comes down to Derek Carr at Denver, Zach Wilson at New England. Zach Wilson actually had a surprisingly good game fantasy-wise against New England for his standards. 19 points, even though he threw three picks. Two touchdown passes. Had a pretty good game. Derek Carr against Denver, though, a horrible matchup. Both of these are really bad matchups. I'm... Wow, I can't believe this is that difficult for me. I'm going to roll the fucking dice here, actually. No way. Yep, the Denver defense, if you look at it all year, has shut down basically every single quarterback that has gone against them. Maybe not Pat Mahomes, but pretty much everyone else has been shut down by them. I'm going to roll the dice here. I'm going to have fun with it, too. And maybe I could get that little uh, Zach Wilson, Michael Carter stack. That would be huge for me. And Zach Wilson comes with a little bit of rushing upside as well. Definitely way more than Derek Carr. So if I get a little rushing touchdown or something like that, and I actually think the Jets will play better coming off the bye against the Patriots this time around. So Zach Wilson it is. And I actually feel moderately good about it. Honestly, Bob, when you said you were going to take a gamble, I thought that meant you were going to go for Derek Carr. Really? Oh, yeah. I I think Zach Wilson is buns. He's definitely, (laughs) he's not fantastic, but like I said, he's had a few rushing touchdowns this year. He gets a rushing touchdown, and then you're right there in it with at least Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. And I think he'll play better this time around. He's shown that he learns from his mistakes, had a shit game against the Patriots, and then he had came back against Buffalo, didn't light it up or anything, but didn't throw any picks, didn't cost the team the game or anything like that. So I think he'll play better against the Pats this time around. Just hoping that maybe we could get into like the 13 to 15 point range to give myself a chance. Mm-hmm. But Derek Carr against the Broncos, I Denver defense is just fucking unreal against quarterbacks this year. So, yeah. Let's recap our teams. Paul, last week, Bob went with the best quarterback on the board for his first pick, and it totally paid off. Do you feel like you can have the same type of success as Bob did last week by going with Joe Burrow as your first overall pick? 
I really hope so, John. I really hope so. But there's a pretty big difference between Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, not on the field, isn't the greatest thing for me with Joe Burrow, but I still think this Pittsburgh defense is just not good since he's coming out of a bye. TJ Watt's back, though. Don't forget that. TJ Watt's back, so that could cause some issues. But Joey B is used to running for his life and still making plays. So <laughs> yeah, I hope that pays off. So. I'm happy with my team. Allen Robinson is honestly my weakest link, in my opinion. And that was a guy I picked with a lot of other good players on the board. So we'll see. Hopefully he's, he shines as the new wide receiver one in L.A. Paul needs to at least put up a point this week minimum or he's going to come in last. Bob, yeah. I would argue that your second half of the draft, the four through seven, I mean, there's a chance that – all of those players score zero points this week. What? <laughs> compared to my second half of the oh, draft. Oh, compared to your second half, because Gabe Davis never puts up like never puts up below double digits. Yeah, and James James <laughs> Connor has never pulled his pussy on live television before. Devin, and sat out the rest Devin of the du- game. Devin Duvernay has always puts up over ten points because the Ravens receivers are so consistent. <laughs> and Greg uh, having the honorable Russell Wilson thrown to him so consistent. Yeah, my t- a little risky. I just think that my team is just so ready to dominate. Brian Robinson after a great game against the Eagles defense. You want to talk about a confidence booster? He's going okay. against the Houston Texans. Ooh, John, you're trying to pump up your team so much, and I'm just not buying it at all. But I respect it, John. I respect it. He did have a good game last week. It was on 26 rush attempts, though. He still only averaged 3.1 yards a carry. If he doesn't get in the end zone, Brian Robinson isn't doing shit. Fair. How about we all rattle off my teams? I think I've spoken about my team enough. Kirk Cousins, Saquon Barkley, Brian Robinson, Duvernay, Gabe Davis, Greg Dolkich, and James Conner. Two players I did not draft, but I did acquire. It's funny how you had to find your success in our teams, John. Is that do you think that says a lot about how you are as a drafter? Yeah, I think it says a lot about how I am as a manager. Maybe not a drafter, but a manager. I utilized my offensive power-ups unlike you two scums. I think we were all so afraid to use our blocks that we just let it happen because we were so afraid. And yeah. there's just no players that stood out to me that I even wanted to like use something on yeah excited to see what happens when we don't have a block next week i think that'll be even more fun yeah that'll definitely be more fun agreed how about you guys rattle off of your teams and then we'll we'll say sayonara all right so my team and don't listen to john there's a reason john's only made the playoffs like once in fantasy (laughs) 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 my team Stephon Diggs, Amon Ross St. Brown, Christian Watson. Went three receivers in the first three rounds. So Christian Watson is my flex. Cordero Patterson, Gerald Everett, who I had to pick up after Greg Dolchich was stolen from me. Michael Carter and that sweet, sweet Zach Wilson. Hoping for that Michael Carter stack this week against the Patriots. So I'm a little been a, was a little bit of a homer here. Didn't get Garrett Wilson either, unfortunately. But I feel good about my team. I like it this week. And to round it out, I am like maybe 60-40 on my team. I got Joe Burrow at the helm at quarterback. I got Ramondre Stevenson, probably the sneakiest RB1 in fantasy this year. Yeah. Definitely. I have Darnell Mooney, who I allowed John to steal James Conner from me, which is where I got Darnell Mooney, but I did get spotted five points. It could make all the difference this week. Who knows? Allen Robinson, really hoping that paycheck that they've been paying him, maybe it comes to fruition this week. I got George Kittle looking for a big bounce-back game against a soft matchup against Arizona. I got Garrett Wilson, who I think is actually the sneakiest pick in the draft. Uh, he's put up 17 points in the last two games, and he put up over 17 points against New England, or put up over 20 points against New England the first time they played each other. So look for that to continue, and this is the week that Jalen Warren takes the backfield from Najee Harris. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. I Najee like Harris bust. 
So we did have a couple players not get drafted, just like we always do. Ones that were carried over that are still not getting drafted. I would like to propose a rule that if you don't get drafted in three weeks of drafting, we take them off the list. But that's just me. I'm even down to go two weeks, excluding a bye. Bob, thoughts? I'm okay with that. I was also going to say maybe we force them to be drafted. Like they have to be drafted, you know. What okay. I mean? Should we have an additional spot for the forced picks, though? Yeah, we could do that. Okay, we'll have a meeting and we'll work that rule into the next draft. So, yeah, those guys didn't get drafted. Other players that didn't get drafted: Derek Carr, Pratt Freermuth. I can see him getting drafted in the future. J. Rob, I can see him. Jacoby Myers, I can see him getting picked up. Same with Gus Edwards. Claude Edwards will never get drafted. Adam Thielen will only get drafted as Jetta is not playing. MVS sucks. Keenan Allen's old. Can we end <laughs> the episode right there? Keenan Allen's going to get drafted at some point, though, if he event when he eventually does come back. Not by me. Yeah, because you don't because you hate winning. <laughs> I hate players that milk injuries too. I hate them on my team. You have no idea how annoying it is for me. <laughs> John, I want to quote Happy Gilmore here so bad, but you just wouldn't get it. Yeah, I don't know those movies. Remember, Bob, you've seen Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah. When Shooter McGavin, like, it's the first first match where Happy's on the tour, and they're like, oh, Happy hit, drove the par on a par five today, and, and Shooter was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Where'd he finish? Dead last? Yeah, I was too busy winning. Yeah. So his name is actually now. Happy? Yeah, his name's Happy oh. Gilmore. And wow, no way. I did not know that. That's crazy. Well, guys, that does it for episode 14 and a half for our week 11 DFS draft. We will not be back next week for any episodes. I am going on a vacation where I will be camping with my friends in the freezing cold desert. And... If you haven't yet, follow along. If you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple, you can go ahead and press that follow button. That way you get notified every time we post a new episode. Um, We will be back in two weeks posting three to four episodes in two weeks. You can follow along with us on TikTok for more bonus content like waiver wire ads. We do a short version of our draft. We do funny Yahoo comments of the week. That is the iTestPod1. You can follow us on Instagram at the iTest Pod, and you can also watch this full draft and our other mini episodes on YouTube, the iTest, a fantasy football podcast. Did I miss anything there? No. Nope. Right. We will see all of our listeners in two weeks for the week 13 DFS draft. And thanks again for listening. We will see all of you guys soon. Go Peace. watch Happy Gilmore if you haven't. Go watch yeah. Happy Gilmore. Great movie. Great movie. Peace. Thanks for listening.